0: Go. Hey everyone, it's Heather Whaley.
1: Hey, it's Frank Whaley over here.
0: And today is what day is it? It's it's a Wednesday. It's the 17th of June, 2020. This is episode 30 of season number two. There's big news, Frank. Big big breaking news. Um... That's not surprising. But it's still really big news.
1: Let me guess. Um, Not surprising, but it's big news. Okay? Mm -hmm. Not surprising, but it's big news. I'm a squirrely loser with no future.
0: No, it's bigger news than that. Okay, go ahead. According to John Bolton's book, Donald Trump met with President Xi of China and asked him to buy a lot of American agricultural products to help him win farm states. Mr. Trump was pleading with Xi to ensure he'd win. He stressed the importance of farmers and increased Chinese purchases of soybeans and wheat in the electoral outcome. Not only that, this is according to the New York Times. It says, John Bolton's book is a withering portrait of a president ignorant of even basic facts about the world, susceptible to transparent flattery by authoritarian leaders manipulating him and prone to false statements, foul-mouthed eruptions, and snap decisions that aides try to manage or reverse. Mr. Trump...
1: A glowing review.
0: Yeah. Mr. Trump did not seem to know, for example, that Britain is a nuclear power, and asked if Finland... Is part of Russia. Jesus Christ. He came closer to withdrawing from the United States from NATO than previously. Everybody knows Finland is
1: in Canada. Oh my God.
0: Mr. Trump likes pitting staff members against one another. At one point, telling Mr. Bolton that former Secretary of State Rex W. Tillerson had once referred to Nikki Haley, then the ambassador to the United Nations, by a sexist obscenity, an assertion that Mr. Bolton seemed to doubt but found telling that the president would make it. Mr Trump said so many things that were wrong or false that Mr Bolton in the book regularly includes phrases like the opposite of truth following some quote by him.
1: Can't wait to read this book. I'm going to really enjoy reading this. One.
0: I know. I mean this is this is a good one. This um, is this is like that the Comey book that we enjoyed listening to Comey read excerpts from his book about when he had to go tell Trump about the P tape.
1: Whenever Trump mentions the president of China I always assume he's mentioned because he can, because one of the people he can remember their names, because it's easy to remember, she. President Xi. She. he always I, says I, guarantee, she. I guarantee he thinks it's, pronou- it's spelled S-H-E. Yeah. President She.
0: I bet that's prob- how he writes it when he has to say it yeah, out loud. He yeah,
1: probably, he probably says to himself, okay, it's the opposite of he. It's she. President She. See how much I know? God damn. I got some big news. Not surprising, but big news. Okay. Do you know who Chris Delia
0: is? Oh yeah,
1: he's a comedian. Yes, I don't really know him. I just it looks know. creepy. He was on that show um, with the other comedian a while ago. I only know. Because... Oh yeah,
0: that show that had the two comedians on it.
1: Yeah, I only know that because I I tested for that show. I can't remember what what, what the, the name. It's it's um, Whitney Cummings. He was oh, on the Whitney yeah. Cummings show. I, you might remember I I, I uh, had mm-hmm. to go to California and test for that show, and I I did get the part. But hey, you know. One door closes another opens, right? He's um, responding to allegations of sexual harassment and grooming, grooming of underage young women.
0: Oh my God! Grooming. What does that mean? Grooming. I can only imagine brushing their hair, or does that mean grooming. like like being like some sort of Bengali Grooming of underage women. I
1: don't think it's. I don't think it means he's. You know, like he, he's like painting their nails, doing the nails of. Although that should be against the law. This is his response to all these allegations. I know. I have said, and it's a pretty lame. Response in my opinion. i I know I have said and done things that might have offended people during my career. I bet I'm guilty of that too.
0: Yeah, but not. But like I have that. never knowing. Not, yeah, not children. No, I'm, I'm.
1: I'm. No, I'm. I'm joking. I'm joking. I've no, For the record, I've never done any grooming. I've, I, I, I've even stopped grooming myself. But I have never knowingly pursued any underage women at any point. Now this is Chris Dealey, speaking, not me. The 40-year-old disgraced comedian told TMZ after going viral for many women telling their stories. All of my relationships have been both legal and consensual, and I have never met or exchanged any inappropriate photos with the people who have tweeted about me. That being said, I really am truly sorry. I was a dumb guy who absolutely let myself get caught up in my lifestyle. What the hell does that mean?
0: Wait, what is his lifestyle? His lifestyle involves grooming young girls? That's
1: my fault, in caps.
0: What an asshole. I own it.
1: I've been reflecting on this for some time now, and I promise... I'ma continue to do better.
0: Yeah, you do better. I hear they're hiring at Stop and Shop. Yes. Asshole.
1: Game, game, stop. What's up these guys? These comedians, funny guys out there grooming young women.
0: Most comedians are deeply, deeply unhappy people. Yeah. I think that's true of men, male comedians. I don't know that that's true of women who who do comedy. I mean, they're trying so hard to be funny. Funny, look at me, funny, funny, funny. Meanwhile, they hate themselves, and then they, they hate you, and they're going to jerk off right in front of you. Ooh! Horrible, right?
1: I mean, I hate myself, too, but I'm not, I'm not grooming or, you know, taking care of myself in front of other people. Hell no. I don't even want to see that. I don't want anybody subject anybody else to that. No. For God's sake. I <sighs> just want
0: to get John Bolton's book. Yeah, I can't wait. I can't wait.
1: I might, I might, I know you don't like this kind of thing, but I might pleasure myself to that. No, book.
0: stop! To John Bolton's book, that's so weird. No, I am going to get it on my Kindle though, so I can get it immediately. I do have a little area on my bookshelf that's all the Trump-related books that have come out. Mm-hmm. Oh, I shouldn't have all that crap. I don't even read them. I read some of the Comey one, and all the it. other ones I haven't read. I just have them because I want to support people in their tell-all. Extravaganza. They're good. Tell it all, people. Tell it all. I want all of it.
1: L.A. County coronavirus passes 75,000 cases as rate of infection in younger people reportedly rises dramatically. Now that to me is scary.
0: That to me is scary. Half the people who work at the Orlando airport have tested positive, so that should put your vacation plans to Disney on
1: hold. Well, the thing about the age is that it probably result of all the protests and so forth. So I wonder if we're going to see a dramatic rise because the great thing. About these protests, it's all—it's all our young folks out there doing the, the heavy lifting. But now they're coming back. A lot of people are coming back, testing positive for this damn virus.
0: We have a friend who had an issue with her eye. She had a sty in her eye. Our friend Amanda.
1: Oh, okay. Shout out to
0: Amanda. She had a sty in her eye. Oh no, my
1: father she... used to get eye styes all the time.
0: Well, these eye styes, she met with a doctor like a televisit uh, with the doctor, and the doctor said that all these people are showing up with eye problems that are coronavirus. Oh no. Oh, no. Like, I heard that pink eye was a symptom, Mm. but now it's styes. She could have the corona. Oh, shit. And then you think, like, this disease, it can cause your blood to get thick. It can give you a stroke. It can give you a heart attack. It can make it impossible for you to breathe and fill your lungs up with gunk until you choke on yourself. Or it can give you pink eye or sty. stye. What's next?
1: Um, I I mean, can you imagine?
0: What would be the next thing?
1: Uh I don't even know. Heather. I don't a goiter?
0: Know. Maybe it gives you a goiter?
1: Doctor, I have this small piece of steel jutting out of my ear. Any idea what it might be? Oh uh, let me take a look there. That's the
0: a, I was gonna be the doctor. Okay, go ahead. I'll be I'll be the I'll be your your doctor is from Russia. Well, let me take a look inside the ear, Frank. Come yeah, here, I just woke up down. this
1: morning and it was like this Let's this see. metallic like piece of metal coming oh, out of my ear. Oh, yeah.
0: it, yes, I see it's metal, big piece metal right here sticking from drum. You know, this is Frank. Please this don't is...
1: tell me it's COVID nineteen. This is
0: the coronavirus. Oh, this is new symptom coronavirus.
1: Oh no. Okay, well then, um, explain to me the the um the blood in my eyes. The blood in your eyes is just yes, from I'm... from drinking too much. Pinot Grisio late at night. Do you know what happened on this day in
0: 1939? Uh, let's see. Gone with the Wind was released.
1: Nope. A fellow named Eugene, E U G E N, Wideman. Eugene? Well, it's not, there's not usually an E on the end of Eugene. He's French. He became the last person ever to be publicly executed by guillotine. Oh. In France now this is what he did he, he he beginning with the botched kidnapping of an american tourist uh, an aspiring dancer named jean de coven along with her he murdered two women four men in the paris area his other victims included a woman lured by the false offer of a position uh, as a governess a chauffeur a publicity agent a real estate broker and a man we the men had met as an inmate in a german prison okay so he killed all these people he was set to be executed by the guillotine publicly and it caused such an outpouring of craziness and you can see that there's they have footage of this oh wow there's footage of his of the of this guy being put to death do you know that in france um the guillotine was the uh way that people were executed up until 1977 Wow! But this was the last public one, and according to the published reports, the crowd behaved rowdily, using handkerchiefs to dab up Weedman's blood as souvenirs. And the um, the president of uh, of uh, France at the time decided that because the crowd was so unruly and, and was acting in such like a crazy manner, that would be the last last time they used the, the guillotine publicly. Tell you what, I saw, I watched the footage of this guy getting his head chopped off. That's the way to go.
0: Was it close up? Can you see the head roll?
1: No, but you you, you just sort of—it's it's very morbid and gross, but you just sort of—you you don't see the headwall but you see, like, the, the guillotine comes down, like, with such force that it sends the guy's body, and they have, like, a box sitting by, and his body goes into the box. But they say it's completely— without fail and painless.
0: There was a guy who was a scientist who wanted to see how long your brain could be sort of aware of what's happening after it's been your head's been separated from his body. Right. And so this guy was having his head cut off in the guillotine and they planned this whole thing and there were these two guys standing right at the thing and as soon as they chopped this man's head off, the guys went, Monsieur to see if he would look.
1: And did he? No. Ah. Oh.
0: Monsieur Our son and I used to make jokes about that. Monsieur
1: That's really funny. Well I mean, when you think about all the botched executions, I mean, I'm, I'm totally against capital punishment. It's crazy and it's barbaric, barbaric it's, yeah. that it's still happening. And, and I can't. I mean, when I'm, when I'm elected president, first thing I'm going to do, well, maybe not the first thing I'm going to do, but I'm, I'm, and during my first week of my administration, I'm going to ban all executions. And then I'm going to call President Xi.
0: Yeah. I work out some trade deals yes. for myself. Yes, but. He, he also made deals to line his own pockets. Of course, everybody knew that. That's not news. You have to be a total moron not to know that that's happening. Yep. Wake up. Anyway, thanks for listening, everyone. Yes. Uh, We'll see you back here tomorrow. Right, Frank? Right back here tomorrow. Ciao. Bye.